You're listening to The Wise Women Podcast, Season 2, Episode 33. I'm your host, Alicia Wilfert, founder of Yoke and Abundance, a creative leadership coaching business. This podcast is designed to inspire by introducing you to creative women living abundantly. In today's episode, we're doing things a little differently and we want to hear from you. This week's sponsor is Triad Local First, a nonprofit membership-based organization in Greensboro, North Carolina with members throughout the Triad. Triad Local First members include independent, locally-owned retail shops, real estate agents, insurance brokers, marketing and advertising firms, accountants, dentists, restaurants, farmers, breweries, and more. TLF's mission is a commitment to building a strong local economy and a vibrant, unique community. For more information on how to support local independent businesses throughout the year, visit www.triadlocalfirst.com. Hello to you listening out there. I am popping in on today's podcast to do something that I have not done before. And today's episode is just me having a conversation with you. And I'll tell you, I'm actually pretty nervous about doing this. I know that there's a lot of podcasters out there that do it. But honestly, it's one of those things that I found really intimidating and and mostly because I'm just not sure if it's going to be that interesting to you. And it's really important to me to put out content that you find intriguing, engaging, and valuable. So please don't hesitate to give me your feedback, constructive or praise. I will take it both. Um, But I just want to be honest and say that this is an intimidating format for me. And I'm doing this because I think that it's time for me to get real with all of you. Um, I always try to be real, but What I want to do today is I want to talk to you about some lessons learned in March. So, you know, I found a quote on Pinterest today and I cannot for the life of me figure out who said it, even though I've done a little bit of searching. It says, there's no force more powerful than a woman determined to rise. And today I feel like I am determined to rise. You know, I... Just the truth of the matter is that today I promised my editor I would get him two podcasts ready to go. And for a number of different reasons, the content that I had kind of sitting in the hole ready to go, um, I can't move forward with it. But, you know, I had two podcast interviews scheduled today, or at least I thought I did. And I thought, oh, great. But then I found out that I had actually scheduled one incorrectly. Um, And she, the interviewee, is not on the schedule until next Monday because I wrote it down wrong. I have probably a little bit of dyslexia and lots of balls in the air, as all entrepreneurs do. And it made it really difficult um, 
to get this content out because now I, even though I owe him two interviews, I only had one. And I thought about it and I thought, well, maybe this is the moment to overcome my fear of just talking into the microphone um, and create something for you. So this is gonna be a short interview and I just wanna talk a little bit about lessons learned in, in March, but I thought it would be fun. I always pull an animal spirit card for everyone else and I rarely pull them for myself, to be honest. And, and so I'm gonna pull an animal spirit card for myself on this episode and I'm just shuffling the cards right now and I'm really excited to give myself an animal spirit card so I, I always shuffle three times so I just shuffled three times and now I'm just going to take a couple big breaths and I am going to cut the deck into three piles with my left hand and I am right-handed so that makes it it's a little fun to do something with a left hand and I'm flipping over the middle card oh my goodness so what I just um, flipped over is a sea serpent and a sea serpent is actually um, it's a spirit card. So this deck that I use, it's uh, for the four elements and then spirit. So creatures that are not of this earth. And so I just, um, man, uncovered a the sea serpent. And spirit cards show up when we need grace to surround a situation. So maybe it's me talking to all of you on this podcast. Um, but they're kind of the trump cards of the deck. Um, and they kind of remind us that, you know, we think we can control everything, but we can't. And that's a little bit like what has happened to me today. So I'm just going to read you what it says about the sea serpent. This is such an interesting card, I think. Um, it's, it's the first of the seven trump cards. It's healing emotional wounds, expressing desires. The sea serpent represents the energy of expression, whether it's emotions, creativity, sensuality, or desire. The sea serpent helps us move and direct our energy into a healthy current. When the essence of this card is in, is in balance, we express ourselves creatively and sexually without fear or shame. We know what we desire most. Our heart is at ease, our relationships are meaningful and enduring. We loosen the grip of self-judgment and we let the cool waters of self-judgment of excuse me, we loosen the grip of self-judgment and let the cool waters of forgiveness in to heal our wounds. When the energy of the sea serpent is not yet activated, our emotions and creativity are left in the muddy waters. The current of expression stagnates in some areas of our life and in other places it floods. It's important to remember no matter what the waters of our emotional life look like, the sea serpent loves us just the same. Like a mother, she wraps herself around us in a gesture of protection. She supports us as we learn to express our true nature. Um, the sea serpent and the second chakra. The subtle energy of the sea serpent occupies the area of the Svadhihastana chakra located deep within the pelvic bowl. This chakra is known as our center of creativity and desire and is associated with the water element. Svadhihastana translate as in, translates as in her abode, indicating this chakra is the home of the divine mother or kundalini 
herself. Mm. So for me personally, what I think this relates to, um, you know, like that healing emotional wounds, expressing desires, um, I just really actually, what this means to me is, is an, a signal to ask for what I want um, and, and not be attached to the outcome. Uh, one of the big lessons that I've learned so far in March, it's interesting, I've had a lot of wins this month as far as um, doing really protective things that I think are useful and meaningful as well as learning some tough leadership lessons that I've mentioned on this podcast already. Um, and, and, and learning that standing up to be who I am is not, <laughs> you know, it, it's not gonna be okay for everyone. Um, being who you are, you're gonna offend other people. And I know I hear that cliche often and hearing that cliche and experiencing it for yourself, of course, is two diff very different things. And, I, and I'm finally, I think, starting to experience that more and more these days, that by being who I am and putting myself out there in the world means that I'm also going to feel that resistance, that pushback from others um, where, you know, I'm going to make people bristle because I do have something to say and, and I do have things that I believe in and I am drawing lines in the sand. Um, just this week, you know, I, I had two really interesting um, interpersonal conflicts where, you know, I met with somebody for the first time and, and I got talked at for an hour and, and I would be asked a question and I'd open my mouth to, to say something and, and then I'd get cut off and that does not feel good. And, and I realized that my line in the sand there is that that's not my person. Um, that is not my community is what I mean by that. Um, and, and recognizing that there are going to be people that sometimes we just, even though I want to play with everyone, it doesn't mean I can play with everyone. And, and, and sometimes that's fine. I'm not meant for everyone. You're not meant for everyone. And, and Ziddy talked about it a couple weeks ago on the podcast. Um, some people just don't like peaches. Um, some people just might not like Alicia's and that's okay. And the more you grow, the more I grow, the more my business takes off, the bigger an impact that I'm having, the more people I'm gonna find that just don't like Alicia's and that's, that's okay because there's also gonna be a lot of people that do like Alicia's as well. Um, so, so that is what that feels like for me right now. Um, and, and not everybody is, you might think that you have the best cause in the world. I mean, for me working for Triad Local First part-time, I mean, I love that organization so much. Triad Local First is really a champion for independent, um, locally owned and operated businesses. So not franchises, not big boxes, but like the little guy that had to start from nothing on their own, that didn't have any framework for them and, and really had to like 
get after it on their own. And, and that's not to say that a franchise owner doesn't work hard too, but it's like an equity thing. You know, the, the independent locally owned business that isn't a franchise starts 20 steps behind the franchise because they don't have that built-in support network. They don't have that marketing material. They don't have the name recognition, the brand recognition. And, and I, I met somebody just this week that, um, actually didn't like the organization I work for because we don't we don't support franchises in the same way, but we're tried local first. We're all about independent locally owned businesses. Um, and, and so that's interesting. The more you stand for something, the more people are gonna push against you. And, and that's, new, that's new to me. And I guess that's a good new thing because it, it means that I'm getting out there. It means that I'm making a difference and if nobody's pushing against me, it probably means that I'm not doing anything worth pushing against and I'm starting to do things that are worth pushing against. So that's been a really big, big, big lesson for me this month as well. Um, I think the second and last life lesson that I'm going to leave you with today is in the world of entrepreneurship, um, the idea of work-life balance, you know, it, it's really a myth. I mean, last week I was supposed to go to the beach and I had to cancel that because I couldn't get all my work done um, in time to go to the beach. And that's just part of sometimes what happens. Um, I, I'm realizing that I'm, I'm growing in ways where I'm working a lot and, and that's part of it. And, um, and that's the season of life that this business is in and then I'm in. And what I'm learning from that and what I can take from that is that I can still find ways to fill up and refill for myself that um, can give me a little bit of downtime. So for instance, after today's podcast episode, I'm gonna go get a mani-pedi. I mean, part of it is self-serving. I want to make sure I look really good for a presentation coming up and I want my nails to look done, but look good and done. And so I'm gonna get that taken care of today, but it is also a self-care thing. Um, it will be, you know, an hour just for me um, and that will be good. So I hope that you'll share in the notes below, um, in, in the podcast page, on the Facebook page, in the group page, I'm going to start um, trying to overcome the fear of having these solo episodes. And I don't think I'm going to make them long. I think they're going to be a little short. Hello, check-ins. This is where I am. This is how life is going. But I need to hear from you. The thing that's really important to me is this content is useful to you. So write me your questions. Do you have coaching questions that you would like me to answer? I can answer those on the podcast. Do you have entrepreneur questions that you would like me to answer? Do you have mentoring questions? Do you have animal spirit card questions? Do you have questions for a single female who is living her best life in Greensboro, North Carolina? Bring them to me. I am here to create content that is going to be useful to you. So I will take all those questions. Um, you know, one of my podcasting and YouTubing heroes is Marie Forleo with Marie TV. And, you know, she does Q&A Tuesday. So maybe we'll think of a, a catchy little name, kind of, 
you know, along those lines. And, and, and I'll answer the questions that you're looking to have answered by an entrepreneur, a coach, a friend, <laughs> a single woman, a, um, a yogi. I'm all of those things. So, you know, share, message me your comments, write your comments below, and really most of all, let me know what you think of this episode. So please just take five seconds, write a comment, let me know what you thought of the episode. I would love to hear your feedback. So I hope you enjoyed today's short and sweet episode and we will talk to you soon. Now it's your turn. Head over to the website, let us know what you thought of today's show. You can find us at yokeandabundance.com. If you're loving the Yoke and Abundance Wise Women podcast, please take 10 short seconds and share this podcast on social media or with a friend. A huge thank you to our sponsor, Triad Local First, and my wonderful editor and producer, Ira Sterling at Julia Sound Recordings. Truly, without him, this podcast wouldn't happen. Remember, Every one of us has wisdom within. Keep sharing your words of wisdom because you never know who you'll inspire.